0: Now, fight back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. Well,
1: here's something new for those of you who are fed up with your hydro bills. How do you like to pay in advance? Hydro One is seeking permission to install prepaid meters across the province, and that would mean consumers would pay up front before the utility switches on the juice for heat and lights. So, of course, the question is, would this effectively cut off people who are struggling, uh, seniors on fixed incomes, for instance? So, uh, here's some of their rationale, and it was found on page 200 and. Thirty-eight of the rate application that Hydro One just made to the Ontario Energy Board. And uh, it says, and I quote, for customers who are a high collection risk, the financial risk will be minimized by rolling out this type of meter. With a prepaid meter, electricity is paid up front. Once the prepaid amount is used up, the power is cut off until the customer is able to load the meter with more credits. So, is this really just a way to get around the government's Protecting Vulnerable Energy Consumers Act, which actually prevents the utilities from cutting people off during the winter? Would like to know what you think. The numbers to call 416. 416- Three six zero 740 toll free one 1-866-740-4740. And right now we are going to go to Tom Adams, an independent energy advisor, and the PC energy critic, Todd Smith. Welcome, gentlemen. Hi, Libby. Hi, Libby. Okay, let us start with uh, Tom. Uh, what's your take on this? Well, this is
2: not a cut-and-dried issue. Um, uh, folks that just want to make this a simple kind of moral problem, here's the big bad utility just out to, to screw people even more. Um, I, I think they're not taking into account the, the, the issue of um, how the, the implementation of, uh, of prepayment meters for a select few customers might have benefits for the customers that are faithfully paying their bills. Right now, the customers that faithfully pay their bills have um, a, a, a charge that's added to their cost that reflects the losses that utility experiences when customers, a few customers don't pay, the bad debt expense. And that's considered to be uh, you know, an acceptable cost of doing business. It's recovered from the faithfully paying customers. And this is a big problem for utilities, and it's going to be a growing problem when we finally pull out of this um, uh, this pay now, or use now, pay later scheme that the the government has just implemented. The so-called Fair Hydro plan that's building up a huge amount of electricity debt. There's going to be a rate shock to come in the near future, and the the problem of how we maintain fairness in collection so that the the cost of bad debt is minimized for the faithful customers is going to be a big problem.
1: Okay, let's, uh, let's hear from Todd Smith. What's your take on it?
3: Uh, well, I agree with, with Tom. Uh, the electricity rates are, are the big problem here, and electricity rates are going to continue to rise. When you factor in that uh, these high-risk customers um, that, that Hydro One is talking about in this rate application you consider how many of them there are across Ontario right now. There there are 600,000 or nearly 600,000 customers uh, that have been in arrears on their electricity bill. There were 60,000, nearly 60,000, that were cut off last year. So we're talking about a large percentage of uh, the population of Ontario who can't afford to pay their hydro bill and the underlying cost of electricity is is the big reason why Hydro One is coming out and asking permission, up for permission to install these prepaid meters uh, to, to the Ontario Energy Board. Uh, you know, this is uh, part of the same rate application where uh, the new CEO and, and the team at Hydro One are asking for a 4.8% increase I, in the cost of electricity. Exactly.
1: I, I, that happened uh, a week ago, and uh, I haven't heard much about it. Uh, I'm surprised I haven't heard from more of our listeners about it. 4.8% weren't we promised a rate break. But, but Todd, uh, before we get back to Tom... Um are you in favor of these prepaid meters should the government allow them to do this
3: No no I I'm not in favor of them uh I, we haven't taken a stance as a, as a party yet on on you know whether or not we would allow these things to to take place it's up to the Ontario Energy Board actually but you know what what I would like to see a government do and and that is start to reduce that cost of electricity and uh you know we have plans on how we're going to do that so far the government hasn't had any plans the liberals have just chosen to as as tom mentioned uh, borrow billions of dollars and sort of you know kick the cost down the road over a 30-year period accruing billions and billions of dollars in interest that's going to end up on the hydro bill after four years time so, yep yep yeah. It's all part of that problem. And as a government, we need to address that part of it.
1: uh, Tom, uh, I know that you see these meters as a solution for some people. So just a couple of clarifications. I mean, first of all, what makes you assume that uh, people would be relieved of that bad debt charge, even if they pay in advance, uh, because Hydra would still have to cover it? And are you saying that this would be... A voluntary thing that it would only be allowed for somebody who asks for it, or uh, would suddenly people be, you know, have to take these?
2: Well, I, I, I think the, the details on this are, are, are still kind of out there. Hydro he, One is talking about uh, implementing these things in like 2021, 2022. Um, uh, and you know we, we should make clear that the, the, these prepayment meters are are something that are common in a lot of European jurisdictions they're used in various places around the world and they're not going for everybody these are just uh uh aimed at the the customers that are you know have had problems with their their power bills
1: um uh oh so they're aimed at the people who um who who basically high
3: risk, high risk customers
1: high risk customers yeah but isn't Aren't those high-risk customers the people who the government actually protects from being cut off in the winter?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, they, they, the government has implemented this this uh, across-the-board ban on uh, on on winter disconnections. Now, there historically there was a kind of informal ban on, uh, and it was very rare that utilities did cut off uh, customers. With uh, um, uh, you know in 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 arrears uh, uh, during winter, some utilities just didn't do it at all. But now that there's a cross um, uh, the board ban, the 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 worry is that uh, some customers will see that as permission to just not pay their bills at all, and the the risk there is that the faithfully paying customers are going to get it in the neck if the cost of bad debt for the utilities across the board starts rising so you, you, there's there's a balancing act here there's you, you, on one hand you got to be fair and and compassionate towards customers that are having problems on the other hand you also have to be responsible towards the customers that are faithfully paying it, it it's important to separate there's there's two Two separate issues when the bill arrives for the customer. One is the total amount of money that has to be collected against uh, from all ratepayers, and there, you know, electricity customers in Ontario are getting ripped off by excess cost. But that the, once there's a kind of determination on how much cost is being collected, we have to be fair and responsible about how we collected from the individual customers, how those costs are spread out, they're allocated. And, and you know, one, one of the customer groups that really needs to be represented in this conversation is the people that faithfully pay their bills on time.
1: Okay, Todd, uh, uh, do you see it that way? And is a prepaid meter for people who are having trouble with their bills the right way to go? I mean, I if if the utility is prevented from cutting them off in the winter I don't, I don't see um how this would be useful to it
3: yeah i mean i i think the intent uh, of this is to try and force conservation uh force people into using less electricity particularly those who are those high risk customers, but it, what we've seen is that people are using less electricity. And I mean, the the biggest, uh, I guess, incentive to, to use less electricity is that ever-increasing cost of electricity. It, it's just getting too expensive. So I, I think they're assuming that people are going to uh, potentially adjust their behavior. But, you know, in rural Ontario, uh, where people are using uh, baseboard heaters um, and, and aren't living in the most efficient homes in the world. Uh, the costs that they have are enormous, and we've heard the stories about bills a month at six, seven hundred dollars, and eight hundred dollars. Um, but but the fact of the matter is, people are already using less electricity in Ontario. Uh, the demand is much lower than it was, and it's because people can't afford to use electricity. Uh, but I I think it's just so inhumane, and I and I understand what Tom is saying. We have to think about the utility here as well. Um, but, but it just seems so inhumane that those who are least able to pay the bill in advance, and I talk to so many people every day in my constituency office and throughout the community that are finding it so difficult to pay, they're on a fixed income, whether they're seniors or they're on some kind of social assistance or WSIB. It's, it's just so difficult to try and manage it all. And, and it's just become so unfair to live here in Ontario when you're talking about the electricity file.
1: Okay, uh, Todd, I'm going to let you go, Tom, please hang on and uh, let's take a call from Sharon I- Cheryl. Excuse me, in Arden. Hi, Cheryl. Hello, Libby. I won't uh, keep you too long, but I would
4: totally 1,000 percent disagree with this pe- prepaid uh, meters going in. First of all, if they don't read your bill correctly, and I have been a recipient of that, and you argue and argue, and finally they get it together, but they never give you back any of the money that they took that they shouldn't take. So the same thing will apply with prepaid meters. I would like to know i went to a meeting of the omb a few months ago for this i think it was the 4.1 increase with hydro there wasn't a person in the room who agreed with that and unfortunately i thought i heard maybe four or five weeks ago that that had been turned down by the omb
1: the you mean the oeb the ontario Uh, energy board
4: yes um, and now I heard last week on your program that their their executive expenses five million and change in 2017, and they wanted to go to 22 million in 2018. Did I get that wrong?
1: Uh, it was four million, I think, last year. Tom, am I right? For for executive pay. Yeah, it was.
2: This is for the top five. Yeah. Uh, uh, executives at Hydro One. You know, it's it's worth pointing out that the executive compensation at Hydro One gets a lot of attention, a lot of airtime. Um, uh, but uh, the the overpayment for labor cost is, is a factor that stretches all the way through the the, the company. It's, so my
4: question to you is then, if these executives there were so much money, why don't they get a handle on the overpayment of labor costs? Because that's <laughs> how they're not doing their job. Uh,
2: I mean, that's a that's a fair fair comment. Um, uh, but in terms of the impact on customers. Of uh, you know overpayment for labor, it's it's by far a, a much more important factor in terms of your bill at home the the, the compensation through the rank and file of Hydro One than it is at the executive level. Do you
1: do you have a number? Just a minute, just a minute. I'm asking a question here, Tom. Do you have a number of how much that comes to? Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. Uh, Hydro One just filed a, a compensation study um, in their uh, their most recent rate application. In some cases, um, uh, it, well, w- w- the way they've done this study is they've tried to benchmark their, uh, 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 their, their labor costs against uh, uh, comparables. They, these are all very highly paid comparables, they, these other companies that they've selected, uh, uh, tend to be very, very highly compensated. And yet, um, in some categories of cost, uh, you know, at the middle management level, at Hydro One, they're paying 12% and more above the average rates that are paid in these other highly paid firms. So it, it's an example of how th- this, this translates into hundreds of millions of dollars of excess cost per year.
1: Okay, I mean, the more we hear about Hydro, the, the worse it gets. Cheryl, thanks for yeah. your call. Oh, all right, then. I just want to. Are we going to march? Okay. Um, People, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to take more of your calls on this question. What do you think of this proposal for prepaid meters, which would be targeted at, uh, quote, high risk? customers uh, the numbers to call 416-360-0740 toll free 1-866-740-4740 we're here with Tom Adams who is an expert on energy we're taking your calls on this and we'll be right back
0: fight back with Libby nimer on Zoomer Radio Welcome back. I'm on the line with
1: Tom Adams, and we are talking about Hydro One's ask. They want prepaid meters, and they want prepaid meters for so-called high-risk customers. The deal is you'd pay in advance, uh, and uh, that's it. And when uh, the meter ran out, be like, I think, England in the old days, you'd have to put more money in the meter before you could turn the electricity on again. Uh, is this a good idea? Is it just a way to circumvent the law which prevents utilities from cutting people off in the winter? Of course, um, maybe the uh, lights would stay on during the winter and the heat, but uh, I guess they could cut you off again in the summer. Um Tom is uh, standing by. He's an expert on all of this. And he just made the point that uh, the overpayment of general labor costs at Hydro One is an even Bigger issue than executive compensation, which is also through the roof. Their CEO gets something like 10 times the amount that uh, Hydro One, uh, sorry, that Hydro Quebec's CEO gets. I think uh, their guy gets four million. Hydro Quebec gets 400,000. Anyway, um, let's take a couple of calls before we get back to Tom. We've got Bill in Toronto. Hi. 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 I, you know,
5: I just, I can't help but envision in my mind the lights going out and me and my wife arguing to find change to go out and put a <laughs> meter to turn the lights back on. <laughs> but,
1: well, I, th- I think they, they, they uh, you I know. know, you'd be able to load it up from a smartphone. I know. I know.
5: It just, it, 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 but the thing is, if you've read any of the newspapers in Toronto in the last two days, and the billions of dollars that we've spent to subsidize New York and Michigan with dumping hydro, that sometimes we're paying 80 cents a kilowatt hour, dumping it into the United States, giving it to them basically for, for nothing. The amount of money that we've wasted doing that could give these poor people free hydro. It's The mismanagement of this is, is, is beyond comprehension. And as far as the wages go at Hydro. Yes, they are obscene, but that is the least of the problems. This is so mismanaged by the uh, the Liberal government. If, if this doesn't get them out of office, I don't know what will.
1: Well, that's a very good that's a very good observation, Bill. Thanks for your call, uh, Tom. Do you have anything to say to that?
2: Yeah, well, you know, it, 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 I mean, he's he's right. The the we, the, the electricity file is just a, 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 you know, a, just a complete disaster. Um uh, <laughs> yeah, I, a hot I, mess. I, it, it's a hot mess. Um uh but when we get around to trying to put in place some kind of to stabilizing this electricity situation, we, we got to be careful about the pit, bits and pieces. Um uh you know, and, and so it's I think it's important to distinguish between the um, the amount of money that we have to collect versus the mechanism that we use to actually allocate and do that collection so yes it's true that there's a gigantic amount of waste and and, and just gross irresponsibility in the, in the in the in the in the the way the power system is run but that doesn't you know, get us off the hook from having to do the hard work of, of uh, uh, you know, trying to deal with these these issues of customers that get behind on their bills. That's a, a, pr- a problem that is going to have to be dealt with. Even efficient utilities, even where there's much lower cost for electricity, there's still problems of bad debt that have to be managed. So we got
6: to face up to it. Okay. Uh, let's hear from Holly in Guelph. Hi, Holly. Libby, I am so upset. I'm trembling and I have tears in my eyes. And the reason being is this: my mother, Lily MacDonald, lived as a child through the First World War in 1914 to 1918. Scotland was the poorest country in modern Europe. My mother lived in Glasgow, which was the poorest slum area in all of modern Europe. Mother lived where they built the warship. Okay, yes, yes. Under, under attack. Mother told me, she said she had rags around her feet and all the abandoned children at night would seek shelter out in the abandoned rooms. And mothers said okay. all the children were hungry and Okay, yes, uh, I'm waiting. They would sit there waiting for the one little light on the ceiling to go out because they didn't have another coin and kathleen wins government is taking the poor I'm right back to how my mother lived in the first world war and there's so much suffering if they shut up one poor person's hydro i will go down to queen's Park and i will tell everybody
1: oh okay i can i can her. see that you're and very upset
6: Off their hydro. It's such a disgrace. This used to be a rich province. We didn't turn off people's heat because Canada is the second coldest country in the world.
1: Okay, Holly, 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 no. we hear you. I, I,
6: She's incompetent. This uh, is all caused by an incompetent government. They've mismanaged our money and they care more about their people that are in trouble with the law than they care about the poor. Okay, and, Holly. have got to stop them because they're making our people live the way that the people suffered in the First World War, the worst conditions ever. How dare they do this? They are ruining our province, and they're making the poorest of the poor suffer. Okay, poor
1: thanks for your call, friends. Holly. Thank you for your call. We hear you. We've got to get to some other people. I can see that you're very upset um, uh, this is this is has not happened yet it's just a proposal and that's why we're talking about it and um, uh, thanks for your call we hear you and uh, let's go to AJ in Mississauga, hello AJ
7: Hi there Libby um, for what it's worth I have had the uh, the privilege of having the uh, the hydro turned off during the winter mind you at the time uh, this was in Bob Cage in the last uh, I had been paying the bill. Suddenly the bill being uh, electric heat was more than the rent. Wow. And, uh, yeah, no kidding. So, you know, I was desperately trying to keep all the uh, the, the pipes going uh, with sundry uh, electric heaters uh, even in, in, in the, well, uh, all around the, uh, the crawl space, etc. only using candlelight when it came to avoiding turning on the lights nonetheless everything froze and the the heartbreaking thing, of course, was yeah, the toilet froze, oh no, uh, to uh you know go to work just to uh to go to the bathroom
1: obviously that was what, um that was before this law came in, right
7: well, this was some decades ago, but what really broke my heart was when the uh the cat bowl the the frozen water for the cat oh no on the on the floor that and I thought, oh you know. Anyway, those were the days, and uh, what can I say? It is quite horrid that this could be instituted again.
1: AJ, uh, thank you very much for sharing your experience. Appreciate that a lot.
7: Cheers. Thank you.
1: Okay. Um, I'm afraid uh, that we are basically out of time uh, for this segment. Uh, Tom, if you could uh, wrap things up in about 30 seconds.
2: Yeah, customers that get behind on their electricity bills, um, uh, eventually, you know, they've got... Reconnection charges and um, uh, and and often penalty charges that that accrue. So even if they're not disconnected in winter, their problems are not over. Um, uh, this is a tough issue, and and you know it needs to be dealt with com- with you know compassion. But but we've also got to kind of look at the big picture of the customers that that are faithfully paying their bills. Too.
1: Okay, that's a, that's a good point. And Tom Adams, thank you so much for your insight. So good, Libby. Thanks very much. Okay, bye bye. Okay, people, um, we could not get to all of your calls on this very important subject. Remember, tomorrow, free for all Friday, call back and uh, we will take your calls and uh, hear what you have to say then.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.